Welcome to Record Crimes. In each episode, we'll be getting into anything from copyright legal battles, crimes committed by people in the music industry, and and everything everything in between. People in the music industry? Doing illegal things? Really? episode today yeah, we with do. a friend, a best friend, a best friend that we're so excited to have on. Um, make some noise, a stranger over the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Tess. Hello. Yes, Tess, Hello. introduce yourself. Tell us all about Hi. you. Hi, <laughs> uh, my name is Tess Myers. I live in New York City. That is where Ooh. I am coming in from right now. <laughs> coming to and you live. <laughs> Yeah, and I work in casting. Yes. I'm a casting assistant for film, theater, TV, all the jazz. All the jazz. <laughs> and I have known Alyssa for way too long. So many years. Way too M- long. Much, <laughs> much too Being long. like, there needs to be and, a cap on this. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. be allowed to know Alyssa I, for this long. I really like that Clarice also called me her best friend since this is the first time we've ever spoken. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the, <laughs> it's the transitive. Transitive? Transientive? What's it? Transitive. You were right the first time. I'm so smart. (laughs) No, because I think what it is is that we've both heard so much about each other that it's like we basically know each other already. Yeah, and Tess is an avid listener. Like when I didn't get invited to this wedding, I was a little... (laughs) Clarice Clarice wanted to be my plus one. She was like, wait. I was like, wait, who's going with you to this wedding? It's like she doesn't have a full-on boyfriend. I was like, wait. Yeah, I I needed to meet Gabe at some point. I had to meet him. I know she hadn't met him either, so it was just like... I was like, Clarice, I would have brought you, but... This is important. Liz, can you believe it's uh, it's six months today? I've been married six months today. Oh my gosh! Wow. Happy six month anniversary! Like actual Thank anniversary. You. Oh my god! Yeah, and then I uh, and then I kicked my husband out of the apartment for me to you say, do it. Get out! An interview, like, an like interview, like, a podcast. It's not an interview. An interview. I don't know why it's an interview. We're actually we have a list of interview questions we did not send you beforehand. No. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, yeah, Tess and I have known each other since, like, how old? Se- seven? Eight? Eight. Eight, eight. probably. Because that was when I started... Yeah, we did Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. Yo. We did Taekwondo, and we also did a lot of musical theater together. So um, much musical theater. So much. Was. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Listen, think... I still work in the industry. Like, I, I... <laughs> I got out. I escaped. I, I ran away. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so excited is because you have the musical theater background and the extent of my musical theater background is that I went to a concert like two nights ago and they had like a, it was at the Troubadour and the Troubadour has all these Mm -hmm. lanterns on the side and the ceiling. And I was like, so how much can I pay someone to make these lanterns flicker? And then I'm going to jump on stage and sing Phantom of the Opera. That's that's my... I I actually, I saw Phantom for the first time ever, like couple, right before it closed. Yeah, no, Uh, it's dead. It's dead. Um, But the guy who was playing the Phantom was an alum from University of Arizona where I went to school. So I was like, I have to see it. Like, he's the Phantom. He's Ben Crocker. And no, he was a 
he was like amazing. Yeah, it was so good. I feel like they so they really it's been running for how like eighty. 80. 80 no that's, that's a long, long time long. not 80 but like like <laughs> long time 30 long. years or something like that because i always i remember I, reading yeah. an article where it was like the musicians that are in the pit like that has been their only job like they oh, had yeah. they had like health benefits from this job yeah wait because I they like were just they were doing retiring. The run. yeah i was like yeah. what <laughs> that makes me so upset that's super fun <laughs> I've, I've never seen phantom live wow. ever it was, i've seen it was it. a blast oh god now you can't such a weirdo when it comes to like i'm really particular about my musical theater that and like how many times do i quote les mis like in the most (laughs) untasteful way it's so annoying i like want to punch her every time i (laughs) (laughs) with that taekwondo (laughs) with the taekwondo (laughs) have you seen her no have i seen Alyssa throw a punch recently like throat punch her throat punch punch. it's not a throat punch she keeps calling it a throat punch it's definitely a throat punch it's not there's just been a few men at bars only two shit just two (laughs) okay and they are really creepy and gross and i they and they antagonize me yeah and i'm the other well (laughs) the other side of Alyssa and i's friendship also (laughs) takes place in a bar speaking of bars is my dad co-owned a bar with a bunch of his friends when we were growing up oh, and yes i Wait, started working at this bar you're joking hey, clarice yeah you, you had to make this familial claims to this bar yes that's how i got I, the job oh yeah i started working there at 15 and i worked there on and off for six years until yeah. it closed and they made it into a fucking Nashville it's bar. It's like a Nashville bar now, yeah. I'm pissed. Sad I'm pissed. face. I love Peabody's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a Peabody's t-shirt that you gave me that you didn't want anymore. Yeah, because I had like three. Lore. I have so many. And I, have, I have one. Yeah, I gave her one. Damn, I should have like, worn it today. Go. And then she I have my... It. My, I still have a mason jar of glass that says stolen from Peabody's. On I it. wish I did oh, because I love, I love to steal glass. Like I just do. Yes. The, my cabinet <laughs> has so many glasses from bars that I just like. It's a souvenir. I paid I'm for like, it. you're coming home with me. I did buy I'm overpaid, this drink. I overpaid for this drink and now I will be reaping the benefits. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I did pay for this drink. Cup included. Cup included. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I thought this would be like a fun episode because one, it's fun t- when your friends meet each other. I like I like when my friends meet each other. Because <laughs> apparently like, we're everyone both, in the same room. We're both like type A Leos. Yeah. You guys yeah. are both like. Which is, I feel like that's one in a million because Leos are not really type A. That's not Well, and true. it's funny because I'm a, I'm a Leo sun and a Leo rising. Oh, so I'm no. just like, okay. I'm too Leo. much Leo. No, I love too it. Much. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Sag rising. Yeah, because that scares you. Also, sca- both are I terrifying. <laughs> You're like, I'm I think scared. I'm a Sag <laughs> moon. I don't really know a lot about astrology, but Alyssa yeah. and I have like Stars. one friend from study abroad who shout out Mackenzie. Oh yeah. Does my star chart every once in a while. <laughs> Amazing. Um, like, and do it from scratch type of thing? No. Like, she'll, like, pull up, like, all, like, all when we, we were in London, oh, like, okay. drunk in a pub, <laughs> and I was like, here are my star signs, and, the, like, here was the time I was She's born so in the location, and she, like, pulled it all up and was like, this is what this means, and this is what this means, and I love it. then she was like, at the time, boyfriend, she was like, what is his, what is his time of birth? I will compare you, and I was like, uh, oh my god. <laughs> you're like, this is deep. 
<laughs> this is getting but too much. No, I love her. I love that. I love you guys just so much. You guys are both, both so ride or die friends, and that's my favorite type of bitch, you know? And you're smart. <laughs> and you're smart. And you're smart. Thank you. Even though you make me feel a little dumb. Not on purpose, just because I'm dumb. <laughs> I was the original person making sure Alyssa kept her two brain cells inside of her brain. And For now, real. and then it passed on to Clarice when she yeah, got to college. She, pass, she passed, the, passed torch. the torch. For real. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. Because Tess would literally be like, all right, Alyssa, let's, let's uh, get through the day. And yeah. then in college, Clarice would be like, all right, Alyssa, let's just uh, get through the day. No. I like it. I like You're it. a very capable young lady. Do not, do not talk down to yourself. I know. I have to be nicer to myself. I wow. See, she's nice. Got to unpack would, that in therapy. I would just make fun of you. She's like, you're very capable. And I'm like, haha, you are kind of stupid sometimes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bye. Oh, God. Okay, so I haven't told Clarice even the name because I didn't want her to look up of what you did. I really am very excited. I have no idea what's going to happen today. I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited excited because... I'm here for the drama of the theater. Okay. (laughs) No more accents. (laughs) I... Sorry. When you first recommended that we do it on the podcast, I looked it up, but then I was like okay, I'll get back to this later. This seems like a deep dive. And then I was like, why don't you just come on and do it? Because you got that whole musical theater girl thing. And I was like, I like it. And I want you on here. That so, musical theater girl thing. Yeah. Also, I'm, I got two previous shout outs on this podcast, man. And you man. did. I'm yeah. like, I, Not I'm, only from I am us, the, from Sarah. I'm the record crimes lore. Like, two really tests. <laughs> Never know. The law the continues. <laughs> Friend, bestie of the pod. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, I I, li- I like wrote out a multi-page paper because that's how I. That's what we do. No, that's what we Wait, do. Wait, yeah. question: When you write out, yeah. like, when you wrote out this paper, did you write it in like like you were writing an essay, or like did you write it how you were gonna say it, including like so the likes was... and the ums, like the side notes and stuff. <laughs> It was hard for me because originally I did was writing it like an essay, and then I was like, that is not how I will speak aloud, and if I do, I will sound insane. Yes. So I started going back in. I think my favorite is, like, at one point I was like, and then shit hits the fan. Yeah, okay, I so like, I think... Did you write that? You guys literally write, like, the same... The you same, guys do the same, like, research. The same brain. I, like, I write my research all in bullet points and then I'm like I guess I'll just fill in the blanks from here and I <laughs> that's what Adam does I you guys are you know speaking of astrology you guys are both Aquarius yeah, so yeah. is my my best friend maid of honor Megan like yes. ever, I attract them and I mean, Adam did his vows in bullet points he's so, and, <gasps> and like filled that's in so the blanks mean. and what? I wrote like seven pages like in a notebook he was and like, Adam was like did you write a script and I was like yes <laughs> yes I yes. did he just has bullet point and he's just like all right. They were both beautiful. They Love said. you till the end of time. Let me expand on that. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god! It's like indent bullet point. Indent bullet point. <laughs> All right, Tess. That's funny. Okay. Get into Lay, it. I'm ready. It okay. I'm so excited. So today we are going to be covering Rebecca the Musical. Which I have labeled the Broadway musical disaster. Oh, um, oh no! And I am I am so excited to be the quote unquote musical theater correspondent. On yes, this you really are. Um, <laughs> the <so> correspondent. 
<laughs> so we are going to be diving into the failed Broadway production of Rebecca during the 2012-2013 theatrical season okay. that ended up leading to an FBI investigation. <gasps> You're joking. <laughs> oh my God. So what the hell could lead to the FBI getting involved in a Broadway production? A lot. There was a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, so I first heard about this case from a TikTok like a year ago. What? Uh, which is very much not surprising because I'm on TikTok all the time. I know I am too. Um, and I was trying to find the exact one I watched and I could not find it. Mm. So after I did all my research and like wrote all of this out, I went back on TikTok and was like, who was it? Couldn't find it. But I found someone named at dramatic.caroline that has a very popular video about this. And so shout out her. And Who's Caroline also, and why is she so dramatic? I don't know, but she has an entire playlist of Broadway deep dives. Oh. So other like crazy Broadway stuff, but Fine. she clearly knows what she's talking about. Love it. Um, <laughs> so before we get into this production of Rebecca, I'm going to provide a little background on the show itself. Perfect. Okay, please. Um, the show is based on a 1938 novel, also called Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. And I'm going to give a Spark Notes version of this book. It follows a woman that is unnamed, because of course, why, why would she have a name? Why would she have a name? The book has would uh, make it one so much name. easier to explain yeah. this. But <laughs> um, and her husband Maxim, as they travel Europe after their house, their home burned down. The story is then told as a flashback, and we learn that our girl married Maxim after only knowing him a very short time so that she could stay in Europe. Mm. Um, Maxim's first wife, the titular Rebecca, died by drowning a year prior and is kind of haunting their home and Maxim's <gasps> memories. Oh, no. Um, a lot happens, but the most important thing to get is that the narrator does not feel comfortable in her new house sure. and is convinced that uh, Maxim is still in love with Rebecca. With the ghost. Oh, my God. Yes. Shit really hits the fan when uh, the <laughs> there it is. Shit really hits the fan when the housekeeper convinces the narrator to wear a certain costume to their annual ball. No, but that was no. the costume that Rebecca wore a year prior. <gasps> no. Um, she then almost the housekeeper then almost convinces the narrator to kill herself. Oh. Um, but they then find Rebecca's dead body in a ship what? on the shore. Huh? So Maxim is forced to reveal that Rebecca was an abusive spouse that cheated on him and he was going to divorce her, but she said she was pregnant with his cousin's child. Yeah. So he kills her. No. And sinks her body in a boat. No. Oh my God. Yeah, so we don't love Maxim. Uh, we Maxim. also don't love Rebecca. Neither are great. Oh my God. Um, or that housekeeper. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's a lot of they, they were like, <laughs> what if I just stir the pot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? She was like very close with Rebecca. Is like still. No point, so she's very mad that there's a replacement wife. Yes. Um, I see. But Rebecca's cause of death is ruled as a suicide. But the cheater cousin does not believe this and accuses uh -huh. Maxim of killing her. Um, the group then finds out that Rebecca had visited a doctor on the day of her death, but instead of confirming that she was pregnant. We learned that she was dying of cancer and unable to have children. Uh, uh oh. So this then gives motive to the quote unquote suicide mm -hmm. and Maxim is cleared. However, when they return home, their house is in flames. <gasps> oh, um, God. And that's the end of the book. What? Yeah, yeah the house flashback. Yeah. Oh. Yo. That's um, fucking cray cray. Yeah. Is she still so, with him? That's where I'm concerned. Yes, yeah. 
she well because he says like she was abusive and like <sighs> there's a lot going on you know like he's like i killed someone don't hate me oh god wait i want that to be never so been? bad well, so it is. There, I, that is actually my next thing. There is an Alfred Hitchcock version of this movie, uh, or version of this book, um, in 1940, and it won two Oscars. Oh my god, wait, what is the um, name? Is it Rebecca? I think it's called Rebecca. <gasps> we gotta watch it. Oh my it. And then god. There was also a 2020 version on Netflix, I think. Ooh. I didn't look too far into that one. The oh Alfred Hitchcock one seemed more important. But okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, uh, but What? I know. <laughs> I feel like so, I would have heard of this. That's crazy. I love this. So anyway. now it's a now it's a musical, and they did <laughs> name the woman in the musical, but they just called her I. Oh she God. Just I. <laughs> why? If you're gonna name her, I. why would you? Come on. <laughs> the whole point is, I think that she's supposed to just be like a vessel. She doesn't have an identity. I, I guess. Hate that um, so much. I for identity. <laughs> yeah. So based off of all of that, why do you guys think the FBI got involved? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. Oh my god! A real body was found in the prop ship. <laughs> no, stop. That would have been too perfect. Yeah, it would have been. Rebecca is it's real. Just... <laughs> the funniest part is I was reading this to Adam last night, and I got to this point, and he goes, "There was a copycat killer during the murder." I was. <laughs> that was literally just what I was gonna say. There was like a copycat that someone inspired no. by the book. I would have loved That'd that. That'd be insane. That'd be That'd nuts. Be insane. Oh no! Did someone? Um, did someone commit suicide? No, we're gonna no, find no. out. No, okay, I'm, I'll get, I'll get okay, into okay, it. There's, guys, no, there's no. <laughs> you said guess. No I'm guessing. <laughs> there is no trigger warnings for this part of the story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the musical follows very, much of the same plot. However, there's slight tweaks. Like we actually see the housekeeper burning down the house while she's inside of it. Um, but overall, same story. So it's oh not getting like into that the version semantics better. of it all. I know. Okay. I mean, I didn't read the book, so maybe it's... I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm literally, I as you're speaking, I'm going to add that to my Goodreads list, like, immediately. Okay. I, yeah, I should read it, too. It sounds... It is such an interesting book. Um, but so the musical Rebecca had its world premiere in 2006 Vienna with a Ooh. German script, and it ran successfully for three years. Producers Ben Sprecher and Louise Ferlenza first set their eyes on a Broadway production in 2008, with hopes for a 2010 opening. But before that, there went on to be many more productions across Europe, one in Japan, as well as two West End readings at the end, uh, sometime in 2009. Uh, and the West End reading is when the show was first translated into English. Gotcha. So Ben Sprecher is a very important character in the story. Uh, he has been a Broadway producer since 1999. And he produced such shows as The Odd Couple, Brighton Beach Memoirs, An American Buffalo, a couple others. Um, mm -hmm. He produced both readings of Rebecca on the West End and organized a reading in New York. Wow. Um, and he is not known to have the best reputation in the theater community, oh. mm. uh, but we'll get more into that. Okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> a fully staged version of Rebecca was supposed to go up on the West End, but it was canceled due to financial and technical difficulties. I read somewhere that they like couldn't fit the set in the theater. I was so huh? confused. There wasn't a lot of information about the West End cancellation, but that's really just the start of Ben's pressure having problems with the show. Oh <laughs> They're like, gosh. what do you mean we can't fit a whole boat in here? I thought you said a whole ship. I'm sorry to ask like a <laughs> dumb question, but what what do you mean when you say like a West End production? That's in London. Oh, oh. that's it's like their Broadway. London Broadway. Okay, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> that, that, the only reason I know so much about that is because um, my favorite 
musical of all time is Cats. God. Oh my. <laughs> Why would you say the that out loud? Why would so you admit that? Good. It's the so dancing amazing. is wonderful. You couldn't plot torture is that terrible. information. Plot, out of me, I get please. it, but please. I am so obsessed with the dance. It is truly. I every time I get so emotional. I <laughs> watch that. I watch the 1998 video version oh, when yeah. I really need comfort, and I will dance to it. This explains I know this so much. <laughs> I am really, it's bad. I did it a few times when we were living together in Boston with Liz I and I. Oh, I remember. And I'd be, she'd be like, what is all that sound? Like, why are you like jumping? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm watching Cats. <laughs> I am. Um, so Lord. I I very much respect Cats for the dancing. <laughs> That's it. Wild plot. But my, not to go on a complete tangent, my favorite thing is so... Oh, listen, you know my little brother, Garrett. Yes. Garrett likes musical theater, like, somewhat. Like, he will send me a midnight voicemail of him singing Dear of Nansen every once in a while. It's Amazing. so funny. I love it. But we went to, like, a late night showing of Cats when it first came out. Amazing. And I was laughing my head off. And <laughs> Garrett leans over and goes, like, two hours. How long is this movie? <laughs> um... But my, my best friend, Megan, for her 21st birthday, we were living together at the time, I threw her a Cats the Movie Musical <gasps> theme You're party. You're shitting Stop. me. That's Clarice's and dream. I covered our house with, like, the scary photos of Jason Derulo and Meryl <laughs> Streep. Amazing. And I, got, <laughs> I got everyone little cat ears, and I got her a cake that was, like, Midnight blue with a bad cat drawn on it and said, Megan, you're the jellical choice. Stop. <laughs> but the, best, the best part is so I went to like the local grocery store in Tucson, Arizona. It was like, hey, like I'm ordering a birthday cake. Can you just draw a cat on it? And the girl was like, it'll be not good. Like, I don't know how to draw a cat you're in like, frosting. Good, I was better. like, no, no, that's the point. Like, I want it to, I be, need bad. It to be bad. And I get a call, like, on her day of the party, and the woman, it's a different woman, and she's like, I can't draw a cat. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I want it to be bad. Like, I don't need you to draw a hyper-realistic cat in frosting. Oh, my God. And I go to pick it up, and it's a giant cat head with a bow tie. <laughs> Wait, Jess, do you have a picture of this? Because you need to yeah, send yeah, it to yeah. us I'll after. I'll oh, send it to you. Oh, my God. The jellical choice. I, if you don't put that on my cake for my 25th birthday, I will be very upset. See, you just planted this oh. idea in her head that now I need to fulfill. Uh, it, was, it was really funny. Like, if, if you're trying to do something for the bit, like... Like that's to the bed. please. Oh uh, yeah, no, the movie was atrocious. The only cats so I recognize is the nineteen ninety-eight version. It's fair. Film. I mean it's fun, in London. <laughs> in London. Okay, hold on. I just found it. Liz, I'm texting it to you right now. Oh my god, I can't wait. It's so scary looking. Oh wait, I'm really excited. <laughs> Uh, it also dyed all of our mouths blue when we went to the <gasps> bars. Even better. Even afterwards. That's guys. <gasps> Shut up. What Shut is up. that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yo. That person, whoever drew that, needs a raise. I know. Because I even think I, I tipped them. The even they committed choice. to the bit. That, those eyes are haunting. That's haunting. The worst. <laughs> Oh and just for like God. everyone listening, if you no, we're gonna post this. Well, we're gonna post it, but it's like not filled in. The outline of the cat <laughs> is like the only thing. So there's like it's just the outline, and then there's these piercing green squinty snake eyes looking oh, at you. They do kind of look like and snake. then a gray bow tie, not even like a red bow tie. 
it like mixes in with the cat. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's fantastic. Anyway, back back to Rebecca. Um, Okay, deep breaths. Um, A reading took place in New York City, March eighteenth, two thousand eleven. So we are already behind the like wanted schedule of Broadway 2010 did not yeah. happen. There were some huge Broadway names attached to this, including Sierra Boggess and our queen, Carolee Carmelo, who mm. is currently in Bad Cinderella on Broadway, which yeah. RIP Bad Cinderella, it's closing like really? next month. Um, oh. Yeah. How long has it been running? Not long. Not long. It is a fun show to go see, and Carolee Carmelo is an icon in everything she does. But uh, so Sierra Boggess has been a part of this since the West End reading in 2009. So she's been around as the lead in this for a bit now. Mm -hmm. It seemed that the show would move to Broadway in winter 2011, but it was canceled because Ben Sprasher, again, could not raise the money. It was then announced it would have a spring opening. A tweet from the Rebecca the Musical official account on November 16th, 2011 read, Our first tweet! And remember to mark the date. We open April 22nd, 2012 at the Broadhurst Theater. It did not. It did oh not no. open. Um, oh God. Though the show had been postponed twice, an opening date at the Broadhurst Theater was finally set for November 18th, 2012. Ben Sprecher posted on the Rebecca Facebook page in March 2012 that the final piece, missing piece of investment, was there. At this point, the two leads in the show, including Sierra Boggess, who was still attached to this project, left the show, they departed, and they were replaced by two other people. The cast was informed that rehearsals would begin on October 1st. A marquee went up at the Broadhurst Theater, and the day before rehearsals were set to begin, the show was completely called off. Oh my gosh. (gasps) No. Uh, The show's $12 million budget was $4.5 million short. Oh my god. (laughs) That's still so much money. (laughs) An executive had told the New York Times that the show was being postponed in September 2012, but was asked to remain anonymous, but he asked to remain anonymous because Sprecher wanted to be the one to release the information. A weird thing about this postponement is not that it happened in general, but why? The reason the show was $4.5 million short was due to a mysterious investor named Paul Abrams. It was said that he died of malaria in September. In the 2010s? In 20, yeah. I mean, malaria does exist and this man was not supposed to be American. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Still. Still. (laughs) What the um, hell? So he was said to have died of malaria in September, but there were no obituaries or any other record of him anywhere? Zoop? Oh, no. Um, and Ooh. a man who only identified themselves as Wexler said that they were an, a representative for Abrams' estate, but would not speak to anyone on the phone and used an email that was created a month prior. No. That's amazing. That's shady as fuck. Oh, God. Yes. That is shady.org. Wexler. Um, so, shit was really going crazy at this point, and the New York Times wrote four articles about this in one week. Oh, my Gosh. <laughs> is where I got a lot of this information. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the situation was unraveling very quickly. A stockbroker named Mark C. Houghton was attempting to help Rebecca raise that $4.5 million originally. And he was apparently going to receive a commission as part of his agreement which is very unusual in the Broadway industry nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's much more common for middlemen to receive a percentage of box office profits rather than a commission because it makes it so the producers have all of their money for pre-show. And it, you know, as the show 
continues on, if it does well, the middlemen get more money. Sure. This is all just a sign that Sprecher was really desperate for cash, that he was willing to give this man a commission. After the news broke that the show did not have the money and that Paul Abrams may not have been real, it became a running theory that all four of the investors that Mark C. Houghton had brought to the Rebecca producers were all fake. No. <gasps> um, oh, no. No. <laughs> No money was ever given to the producers by Houghton or his investors. However, Houghton was paid $60,000 for his work, uh, including over $18,000 for Houghton to go on an African safari with the fictional Paul Abrams. What? What? The malaria comes in. Yeah, yes. is this to set up the malaria? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I really think so. Oh, like, I don't oh know why. God. Why you would do this. Why? What was, like... He's like, <laughs> what mm, could the reason be? Go on a safari with our investors. They're like, it's a I'm trying to make sure we get building. that 4.5 mil. Like, I need <laughs> yeah, to go on a safari. I need you to get really close, have a near-death experience experience with him and then so he'll really feel indebted to you <laughs> like give us money <laughs> i must almost be eaten by a lion in True. order to give millions of dollars um so a little background on houghton he has a history of civil fraud complaints against him and he filed for personal bankruptcy in 2011 with 15 million dollars in debt um, oh no so this is not who i would be going to in order to find no. 4.5 million dollars no, yeah. no, no. It was Houghton who supposedly connected Sprecher with Paul Abrams, though Sprecher never spoke or met Paul Abrams. Like, he never spoke to him on the phone, which, I'm sorry, you have a guy who How? signs investment papers saying he's going to give you $2 million and raise would, another $2.5 million, and you just, oh my. you don't need to speak. I would him. probably want to meet him. Yeah. Not even a phone call. <laughs> like, Not even a text. So. A te- well, I think hey. they emailed. They emailed, but they never, like, spoke on the phone. Like, he had no proof yeah. that this was a real person. Um, oh, my God. No. So, Robert E. Wankel. Wankel? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Wankel. Um, he's the president of the Schubert <laughs> Organization, which is why I'm sorry. Um, he said in a New York Times article, I've never heard of a situation where you didn't at least meet the person raising 30% of your show budget. Broadway does business in its own strange way, I'll grant you, but this is the strangest bit of show business to come along in a long time. Real. Um, like, that's an insane amount of money. And the Schubert organization was also a six-figure investor in Rebecca and the owner of the Broadhurst Theater where the show was supposed to be going into. So Ben Sprecher finds another investor who was then scared off by an anonymous email that detailed all of the craziness that was going on behind the scenes of this production. And uh, (laughs) Sprecher's lawyer, Ronald G. Russo, was quoted in the New York Times as saying, that email was directly responsible for the new investor's withdrawal and the subsequent postponement of the production. Wow. Um, Yo. The implosion of Rebecca led to an FBI investigation being launched, all of which was started by a New York Times article in September that brought attention to the fact that Paul Abrams may not exist. So, shout out investigative journalism. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Russo was able to confirm that all four investors that were brought in by Houghton were fake. They used what? private investigators in New York and London to confirm this. And uh, the names, addresses, and business associations of the investors were, quote, clever fabrications. What the yeah. fuck? Um, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Um, a week after the news of the fake investors became public, Houghton was arrested by federal authorities. He was charged with two counts of wire fraud, each of which carries a maximum prison sentence of 20 years, which uh, Preet yeah. Bharara, a United States attorney, was quoted in the New York Times as saying, Mark Houghton perpetrated stranger-than-fiction frauds both on and off-Broadway. Houghton concocted a cast of characters to invest in a major musical. Investors who turned out to be deep-pocketed phantoms. Uh, to carry out <laughs> the alleged phantoms. fraud, Houghton faked lives, faked companies, and even staged a fake death. <gasps> he even staged a fake safari. How could he? <laughs> Oh my god. That <laughs> what the fuck? How did he come up with this plan? That's fun. He was like, You wanna write a musical? So do I. Or like how do Here's we do my characters. <laughs> a musical for our funding of the musical. Um so he pled not guilty and he was ordered to be held without bail because he was deemed a flight risk. Real. Ooh. Yeah. I mean he lied in his personal bankruptcy filings last year. And he had multiple other fraud complaints against him, so I'd say... Yeah. Yeah, flight risk. Shady man. Um, yeah, for real. In addition to his charges related to Rebecca, Houghton was also charged with using his fake investors to defraud a Connecticut real estate company of $750,000. What? And what? he also had a separate case brought against him that charged Houghton and several accomplices, including his wife, of creating oh. fake invoices and selling that debt at a discount, which allowed them to collect $3.7 million. What? Whoa. That... <laughs> how, how do you learn the system well enough to play it like that? That is... Absolutely not so. You know, yeah, what? I used to watch a lot of white collar. <laughs> you know, I used to watch a lot of white collar crime. Tessa's like, I could probably do it if no, I wanted. No, I'm saying these, some of these people have skills, and some of these people. This man clearly was getting caught a lot. Like, yeah, he had all real. these complaints against. Him. He like didn't, but like he was like, well, what if I just do it again? Yeah. Like, what, what what am I gonna get caught for a sixth time? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my um, God. So for some insane reason, Ben Sprecher really thought he could still get Rebecca on Broadway after all of this. Sprecher, um, please. In January Sir. 2013, Sprecher said he was going to try to open the show later that year, and he thought the notoriety from the fraud would make it so he'd be able to raise the money. Like, he thought that this was going to, like, like, this guy's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, I, like, don't you want to see this? <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to see what all the hubbubs about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any um, press is good press. <laughs> what so if he like I, tweeted that one like <laughs> m that email that was sent to that one guy, like that one investor that with the was scared off? No, the like yeah, they oh, scared yeah. off. What if he like pussy? He's like, don't you want to see what all this is about? Don't you want to see the crazy? Look at all this. Don't worry, we're gonna oh. get back to that email. But uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I said it was insane, but honestly, Sprecher needed the show to go to Broadway, or he would be financially liable for all of the money already spent. Because oh, that's yeah. how investments work. Yeah. Um, yeah. An amended agreement was made so Sprecher and Forlenza had until the end of 2013 to open the show to avoid having to refund their investors. So this 2013 production did not happen. And in oh. October 2013, Sprecher and Forlenza said they were hoping for a fall 2014 Broadway opening. Like, um, stop announcing it. I know. Stop. Like, How many stop. years has it been at this point? Oh my God. <laughs> so... 
Oh my gosh. So he, Spresher kept conti- like extending his rights, uh, <laughs> his rights agreement to Rebecca every year because the show kept getting postponed and he kept saying, like getting the rights extended for him to produce the show. On July 30th, 2013, Mark Houghton pled guilty to defrauding the Rebecca producers. And in fall of 2014, he was sentenced to three years in federal prison. Also in 2013, the Securities and Exchange Commission or the SEC said they would not pursue any action against the producers. They found that they had no wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. However, the producers were also pursuing legal action against the show's former publicist, Mark Thibodeau, for defamation and breach of contract. Because it turned out that anonymous email that scared off the potential investor back in 2012 was their own publicist. Stop! (laughs) Oh my god, that's so savage. Wait, also, again, uh, any press is good press. That was stop. his mind. He knew it. He, knew <laughs> he, was, it. Like, he was like, this will get him. <laughs> oh, my God. So in 2015, the New York Supreme Court found that he had breached his contract. And after this decision, Sprecher said he was now aiming for a 2016 target for Rebecca. Ha, uh, give it a rest. So I let's like it. let's like go. Take like, if you think back on this timeline, this reading was in 2011. Yeah. I was in. Let's. We were in middle school in 2011. Like, please. Literally. And by 2016, we were in college. We're graduating. <laughs> like yeah, like we graduated, starting college. What the hell? <laughs> what? Every year, it's Rebecca. It's coming. Uh, it's it's coming. coming. It's really coming. I promise. I swear. Um, so in 2017. It was revealed during further litigation against Thibodeau that Sprecher and Forlenza had lost the Broadway producing rights for the show and now owed $5.5 million to their investors. Oh, oh no. no. Thibodeau was found liable for two of the three causes of action against him, resulting in $90,000 in damages for breach of contract and torturous interference. But that's a small amount compared to the $10 million he was being sued for. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, due to no longer having the rights to the show, Sprecher and Forlenza will not be involved in any future production of Rebecca unless they somehow get them back. There's just no way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, it's a little tainted at this point. I get yeah. like, oh, I don't want to like give up on this thing I'm passionate about, but at some point, babe, like, come on now. You gotta yeah. read the room. Yeah. Read the room of it all. <laughs> so in, in my opinion, the real victims in the show are the casting crew. The New York yeah. Times interviewed the production stage manager, Trip Phillips, who turned down multiple other Broadway shows to continue through Rebecca's two previous postponements. And he was quoted as saying, in the future, I will look back at 2012 as the year Rebecca let me down. Oh, uh, no. Poor Trip. Oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah, poor Trip. That's sad as fuck. No. Um, the show had 130 people on its production roster, and all of those people were then scrambling to find their next gig. I mean, especially because he was like, no, it's going to happen. Like, don't worry. It's just like, we need a little bit more time. Yeah. So, like, just hold out with us, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Bro. Yeah. So are they are like casting crew like that when are, do they have any grounds to be like I'm leaving? No, like to like be not to sue, but kind of to sue. So to like unions, get any sort of like recouping. So that's yeah. what unions are used for in this area. So yeah. the like the actors were given two full weeks pay after this. 
And then I think they got a little something. I think Ben Spresher was like, like apparently he went into this meeting like the day rehearsals were supposed to start with everyone, like told them what happened, was like very apologetic, mm-hmm. like was trying to do the right thing. The right and, thing. you know, people okay. did with their union productions get like paid for a couple weeks, but not what they would have gotten if it went to Broadway. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. But remember that Spresher's not a good guy. So we're going yeah. to, uh, we're going we're gonna, to, so just to show where are they now. Okay. And yes. uh, this does have a, this is the only trigger warning of the episode. Um, there is okay. a brief mention of sex crimes against children. Oh God, no. So in 2019, Ben Spresher was arrested on the federal charges of possession of child pornography after his Harlem <laughs> home was raided. He had no. shared four of his videos with an undercover cop, and his hard drive had over 5,000 photos and 130 child pornography videos. Ew. Yo. Dude. Electric chair. Yeah. Yeah. So Ew. in March 2021, Sprusher was sentenced to probation. No. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Had to register as a sex offender, which, yes. Yeah. And he yes. had to pay a $5,000 fine. Which is Ugh, that's thing. That's it? it? Yes. So his court-appointed oh. lawyer was able to argue for probation due to the increased danger of incarceration during the pandemic. This is March okay. 2021. And the judge explained his decision was based on Sprusher's remorse, his lack of previous criminal record, and his ongoing mental health treatment for his reasons for a lighter sentence. Which, that just yeah, sucks. He's um, like, he hasn't done anything before. He's just been collecting these videos and stuff on this hard drive for years. Thousand. But he hasn't done any. He hasn't got caught before. What? Yeah, I, yeah. I was pretty pissed when I saw this. Um, yeah. Also, one of the things that he was the producer for was, like, the uh, Little House on the Prairie National Tour, which I'm like, that has kids in it. Like, get this man that away. That has literal children. Ugh. 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 That's creepy as hell. Ew, absolutely not. Like, we both <laughs> live in major cities, and I mean, like, this is... a insight into who my husband is sometimes like he'll be like who lives around us i'm just curious like he's very nosy he loves to look out our windows he's gonna hate me for saying that on this podcast hey it's fine i i can relate to him in that level it's not being nosy well it's just he loves to know the neighborhood drama like he loves to chat with like yeah some of the older people and be like who lives in that building? Who lives in that building? Yeah. Um, but he did tell me that one time he looked at like what sex offenders live in the area. And I oh was like, God. you did what? We live in New York City. I don't want to know that. That's what th- I don't want to know that. Please. Ignorance is sometimes bliss. Like that is true. Yeah, true. Do you, did you guys ever look on that website? Uh, I'm going to have to like remember the name. It's like alert dog or something similar to that, but you can like look up your address and it'll like show all the little pinpoints of all the registered sex offenders that live around you. No. I'm guessing that's what Adam did, but no, I'm I sure that's what that. he did. I remember when I learned that that was a thing, I think I was in early high school and I looked it up and you could like see people's mug shots and shit like that. God. And I was like, why is, why do we have access to the internet? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> like, I am afraid. We also you know, grew I also up in think... a fairly small town, Alyssa. Like, yeah. We, yeah, we did. Like, That's why I was like looking at all these people. I was like, do I know these people? I like, mean, who do I? Pro- maybe. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I, I could name oh at least God. one person on that list in Saratoga, but. Yeah, I probably could too. We're not going <laughs> to do that right now. <laughs> It's fine. People can look it up. Guys, <laughs> yeah. I always, like, every place that I've lived to this day, 
minus, I guess, Boston, because it was only close to a college. But I've always lived close to an elementary school. I also live fairly close to a school. So Adam Mm -hmm. actually said that was what made it pretty okay here. Better, yeah, because you're not allowed to be. Oh, that makes sense. You can't be close to schools if you're a sex offender. It's illegal. It's like they have like a radius for them. That's why a lot of uh, sex offenders live on, oh, shoot, is it Roosevelt Island? There's like an island like in between New York City and Queens, like a little island. It's actually, but like there's no school on it. So I guess there's, that's what, oh my God. Now I'm I'm saying saying that like it's a fact and then I'm going to be fact checked. But it's okay. <laughs> I say a lot of wrong things on Send here. Send them and to an island. No one's That's ever bullied me for it yet. But I don't want to jinx myself. Just to hey. finish off, Rebecca. So oh, yeah, on sorry. a lighter note, <laughs> not not child crimes. Um, oh, Rebecca continues to live on abroad. Oh. And maybe oh. someday it'll make its way back to the U.S. It is currently set to run off West End from oh. September to November of this year. So, oh my gosh. Hopefully. So, should we all go? I want to go see it. <laughs> this sounds like, honestly, the, the spiciest musical I've seen in a long time, which I like. But hopefully, it'll Lord. have some better luck than the Broadway yeah. production. And, Liz, if you want to do a trip to London, I. You know I'm down in a second. I, I love London. We should go. I love London. Please. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was nuts. Oh, <laughs> I can't get over that he just made up all this investors. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got a guy. Uh, Abrams. A- yeah. A- yeah. Abrams. That's Reminds me of that guy. Okay. Did you guys see that thing about the man who like fled to Scotland or Ireland because he was going to be arrested for like raping multiple women and he made up a <gasps> fake name and they found him and they were like, this is the man. And he was like claiming it's not him, but they found his list of potential areas of aliases. And one <laughs> of them, they were all like Benjamin Big. And I'm like, you're going to move to London and call yourself Big Ben. <laughs> Yeah, what? No! Are you they call me Big Ben. <laughs> My name is Benjamin. Hidden he, in plain sight. He was like looking at pictures of London and he was like writing his list of names and he A saw A bunch the of them ben are like street like, names and like no city names. Um, I don't even remember what he went with, but it was like, like one of them I'm pretty sure was like Charles King. And I was like, what? Please. I Benjamin the dog? Know is real. And I just thought that was the funniest thing on the planet. Benjamin Big. Benjamin Big. <laughs> Yo. At least be like more creative with your aliases. I don't know. No. My dad's name is Mike Myers. I don't know. That's <laughs> like, true. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> You're joking. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, baby. You're going to yes. make a fake name. <laughs> I'm going to make a fake name. Let's all come up with our own alias names. One, two, three, go. First thing that comes to mind. Um, I could just use my married name that isn't my name yet legally. That's my alias. That's true. Ooh, yeah, it's your alias. I'm suddenly, I'm pretending to be Italian and I'm not. I like it. Welcome. She's she's come to the dark side. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, just going off of um, what that guy was doing, my middle name is Diana. After Princess Diana, so I might I might just go Diana Princess. That's my name. I like that it. Sounds kind of like <laughs> Diana a Wales. Bit of like a <laughs> Diana, Diana Wales. Wales. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's gonna blow out the freaking speakers. <laughs> Diana Wales. Gonna blow out Tessa's eardrums. 
Yeah, I guess if I went by Rose Compaglio, which is my middle name and my married last name, no one would know who the hell I was. Yeah, that's Rose a good name. Or like uh, Rosemary is a very popular Italian first name, especially no, like very US popular Italian, Italian spice and Italian spice. But all, <laughs> but I feel like people would see that name and be like, ah. Ah, <laughs> Rosemary. For those that, that are listening to this audio medium, was <laughs> doing the little Italian hand motion where you, you they could feel your it when I in the way <laughs> I said ah. Like, um, mm. You guys can feel it. It's okay. Yeah. I feel really Italian because I now have two Pizzell makers in my small New York <sighs> City apartment. Stop! Yeah. You're joking. Yes. I'm obsessed. So I love that's it. like really New York. Anyone wants she, to make a pizzazz, just show up here in the Upper West Side. Show up. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm on my way. Running. I know. I want to see your. I just. I'm. I've been every so often looking back at your backdrop. It's just so pretty. You mm, just have the you. cutest little. I know you're I sitting right it. by the window, and you see like they have this really fun vintage like. Lamp. stained glass lamp in the back i want one for like my own apartment that one's perfect mm-hmm. and it relates to your college which i love yes that's the real the best part is there's someone on our block that also went to university of arizona and we met her because oh. she also has a dog and I, like i was one of us was wearing a u of a t-shirt she's like oh my god are you guys the people with the lamp and I was like, <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i See, am everyone's nosy everyone is nosy it's true <laughs> If you're if you live in New York I, City and you're not looking at other people's apartments and either saying oh that apartment's nicer than mine or oh I'm glad I don't live there you don't live in New York City. Well, it's also yeah, just like true. if you don't you say you don't do that you're like lying. I'm sorry. It's just so easy. Like <laughs> I like did that in Boston. It was like people's like actual homes. I'd just be walking by and be like oh I like that. I like, I like that, that couch in there. What are they watching? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are they watching? Uh, yeah, we I live. My apartment's right next to this like little neighborhood and I like to walk around and pretend mm. I like live in the neighborhood too. Yes. Like the neighbors are always like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, hey, you know, g- great weather we're having or whatever. <laughs> you know, I turn into like a dad. Neighborly. When I'm like, hey, how the hell are you? Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I like to like, like, I'll just like kind of gaze through people's windows and be like, wonder what's going on in there oh they have a dog the dog wants to come outside i wish i could pet that dog i'm like oh that person's watching the bachelor wonder how long they've been watching the bachelor <laughs> what season is this what season is that's a lot of when i during co uh during like quarantine when i was at my parents house in tucson like our only escape was to walk the dogs and we had just yes. moved they had just moved from new york to arizona so we were like oh new neighborhood and we'd be like Ooh, that's the house with the cool sculpture outside. Ooh, that's yes. the house with the RV. <laughs> like, you memorize things about these people's homes, and then you finally meet them, and you're like, oh, I expected you to be different now that we're outside. I know. Well, that was so good. I loved everything about that. I know. Now I'm, I'm so going to have to like go in and, and look at more Broadway drama. I really want to watch the movie. Cats. Yeah, I don't want to watch Cats. Clarice, I will not ever be watching Cats with you. I feel. Have you never seen the movie, the new movie, Alyssa? Not the new movie. I just won't do it. It has that kind of like weird. Okay, one. I don't really like like current like CGI that you can kind of you can still tell it's CGI, but it's like 
got that weird like uncanny valley where do you know what I mean it's like yeah that looks like real I guess but it's like very not real but you could have a blast like you could have a blast like getting wine drunk and watching cats the movie because that's how you should watch it not sober yes it's the only yeah maybe I'll play like a a drinking game or something and I'll watch it (laughs) with myself (laughs) you take you down your entire drink when um Rebel Wilson sheds her entire cat skin to reveal oh more God. cat skin underneath. Oh, no. Yes. 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 That's a nightmare. Oh, I'm the little scared. mice children. <laughs> Haunting. I'm scared. I don't want to. I See, I feel like it would give me nightmares. We need to stop letting James Corden be in movie musicals, too. That's just a thing. It's a not hot take. I, it's a very cold take, but it's lock true. Him, no, I literally <laughs> I lock agree. him inside of his car karaoke. Lock the no, car. No, it's done now. It's don't done. Let him, let him stay in there. <laughs> I saw this tweet about the carpool karaoke ending and they were like, uh, someone tell Kelly Clarkson to do this, like carpool, carpool karaoke, but then it'll be 10 times better because it'll just be like Kelly Clarkson like slaying them on their own song. Yes. And I'm like, that's real because her covers of all, oh my God. Yeah. If I, if I ever have a song that's like good enough and like popular enough for Kelly Clarkson to cover, I think I would quit music after that because how do you how do you top that? I told Adam like, I wanted Kelly to Clarkson sing that song. <laughs> Literally, I told Adam I wanted to go to a taping. Now that she's moving her show to New York, oh, yeah. which I think yeah. means she might be in a Broadway musical. Because why else is she moving her show to New York? Oh. Uh, oh my god well she just had a lot of stuff come out well yeah yeah yeah, about toxic with like how bad her staff or whatever was. but everyone said she she was a sweetheart which is i know they really had us at the first half i was like not ellen i don't don't be ellen part two yeah literally please but i told i told adam i wanted to go to a taping now that it's shooting in eric and he was like why and i was like because she's america's sweetheart (gasps) like what do you mean why she really is I know she really is like the one time we all came together as a country. Her and <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Shoot. Oh my God! Uh, yes. Her and Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. I went to so many concerts of hers as a child. Really? And I one time because I was like so young, like one of the first ones I went to, I got like pretty good seats, and I was so short that everyone like felt really bad for me and I was like the youngest one around so people were like oh you can just like move right next to me yeah 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 and I kept getting closer and closer to the stage to the point where I literally was like right up on like the barricade and she came up and we held hands for a moment and I literally cried so hard like I thought I, I thought I had died I was like I was like Carrie yeah literally i was like i can't do anything now i can't top this feeling i can't <laughs> i saw one of my first concerts ever someone won um, the american idol tour concert like tickets you what? know when they go on tour oh, after yeah. american idol like the top yes, 12 yes, yes. or 16 so someone won them and gave them to me and my mom and they were front row, and it was the year Carrie Underwood won. And I think I was like oh, six years old. My God. Um, and I just remember afterwards, I was way too close to a speaker and was not given headphones. And I just remember being like, yeah, my real. hearing will never be the same. And also, <laughs> my mom, for like so much of my elementary school life, my hair was always in my face, and she would call me Constantine Maroulis, who was on that <laughs> season of American Idol. <laughs> <gasps> Damn. Wait, that just like I am. 
I haven't thought about that whole season. The fact it's that you so know long. seasons as specifically Dude, as you do, I know it's are you very kidding? impressive. I used to Gosh. like. I was sat for those episodes. Are you kidding? I was like, every, I'm sat. Did everyone have? I had like each season someone I was obsessed with yeah. that never won, but I was like, I know you would, you will do something. I know it. Like I knew Daughtry was gonna uh, be a thing. Oh yeah. Mm. See that I season, oh, I made the wow. mistake of really loving. Uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Taylor. What's Taylor's last name? Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. I loved him from wait, the audition. Wait. And Tess, I remember <laughs> you and I got in an argument about Taylor Hicks. Do you remember this? <laughs> Because I remember we, you were like, I love Taylor Hicks so much. Like he's gonna win, and I was like, fuck you. But like we were young, so I didn't say fuck you. you. But I was literally like, I was like, he is never gonna win. He sucks. I hate him. He's an old man. And then he won, and I was like, okay. I I really loved his audition. I was like, he's gonna win. I love him. And looking back. Catherine McPhee was robbed. Dude, robbed. she was robbed. Robbed. She but introduced me to the now. song Black Horse and Cherry Tree. Like, that was the version I knew. Wait, me too. Yeah, an iconic song. Literally, oh God, she's so good. Fuck. Yeah. I'm getting like an American Idol education right now. I can't believe you weren't like a. I did. I watched it a lot. I was there for the beginning, Not that enough. one um, <laughs> audition of that guy. He didn't make it, but it's like. It's like, she bangs, she, she bangs. Yeah, I was about to say oh, the she oh, bangs. Yes, the she bangs guy. With, with, yeah, with his, like, Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. That. And then they brought Dude, him back I in the finale. That. They brought him back. Yes. I used to have, like, iconic. I used to have a CD of the best and the worst American <gasps> Idol auditions. And looking back, yes. they were so mean to people. Like, there was no reason. Oh, God. Yeah. They were horrible to people. And it was, like, the she bangs guy. It was that girl, like, the first audition that did, like, Proud Mary, who, like, was screaming oh, yes. Yes. her I think like the pants on the ground guy was a big one that's yeah. a fucking um, they brought him back too yeah. I think but the weirdest they part were like, this is silly the weirdest part of this DVD <laughs> I remember watching this so clearly with my brothers was there was like an you know how like DVDs used to have like extras like extra yes. scenes whenever they had one that was like a pretend date sex scene with Paula and Simon and then it no. turned out it was like no. Simon's nightmare I just remember so clearly them dipping strawberries <sighs> And whipped cream and feeding it to each other, and then like playing footsie. And me and my brothers were like, What's happening? What's happening? Why is Simon Cowell and Paula Abdul doing this? No, no. The (laughs) 2000s were unhinged. I miss it. I know, I do too. Apparently, everything's coming back. It's all seculous. I was gonna say, We're all, it's all coming back. I mean, we've already been going through transition from y2k to more like 2010s fashion yes i'm just saying it's, it's coming soon. back it's too it just it is too soon the cycles are moving too quickly too rapidly <laughs> i am scared <laughs> <laughs> what happens when we catch up stop <laughs> that's when we all start then dressing what? like back to the future the se- uh, like what they thought the future was going to be like in the second one yes, and that's yes. what's going to happen <laughs> I feel like I could chat for hours. Yeah, I feel like some of this is going to be cut (laughs) because... Hey, it's fine. Honestly, no. <laughs> Clarice goes, no. No. You need an extra long episode where we edit. just shout out random people from our past. Yeah. <laughs> the call out episode. Yeah. I mean, I talked about one of my brothers, my mom, my dad. I guess I got to shout out Matt. <laughs> Got a shout out. Yeah, I guess my other brother, whatever. He's fine. I love you, Matt. 
And your husband, you shouted him out too. Should we cut it out? No. I don't want to. Yeah, cut out every no. time I mention Adam. <laughs> Tess doesn't have a husband. You're like, it's my beep anniversary <laughs> with beep. <laughs> no personal information leaked whatsoever. <laughs> well, do you want to... I... Uh. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to talk any more about like what you do or what? Yeah, do you want to shout anything, anything out? Sure, what do you want to sure. um, do it? Do so yeah, it. I I'm a casting assistant in New York City. So and you know we be gig based. So if if someone yeah. if anyone ever is listening is like I need a casting assistant, um, feel free to check out my website tessmyerscasting.com. Yes. I am uh, I'm Tess R Myers on all of the socials. Um, consistency i know (laughs) easy shout out my dad for like setting me up for that you know um that's such a dad i know (laughs) especially my dad but um but yeah no i'm super excited i recently worked on the ragtime 25th anniversary concert at the minskoff theater uh which you know technically was it a a broadway broadway debut for tess (laughs) No, it was yeah. it was not. I wasn't even given a ticket to the <laughs> we show. Say yes, but I did win <laughs> most likely to be on Broadway for our high school superlatives, and it felt achieved. That's true. Felt like it was done. Yeah. Okay. Um, she won. So yeah, I I am succeeding in life, and that's that's She's all I got to plug right now. We'll see if no one else from your class has been on Broadway yet. You're still most likely to be on Broadway. Yeah. Even if your time has not been is what you described as achieved. True. It's funny because the it's other coming. person that won most likely live on Broadway literally lives two blocks from me and I see him all the time now and I'm just like, <laughs> me and you, bud, we've been doing it since I was like, together. Let's get going. Let's get going here. <laughs> oh my God. We're like doing our best. <laughs> Listen, we, we're we all chasing our dreams and we will all, even dreams of all, you know, I wanted to be an actor, now I work in casting and I, I love it, and yes. it's great. We're excited to see where the the future takes us. Yes, for real. She says as she stares so. She's like out the window. Yeah, girl. It was like too perfect. She's like, she's like we'll see where it takes us. <laughs> oh my and god! And it will, because Tess is a bad bee who just works super fucking hard, and I love it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Well, thank you so much for being on here and telling yes. this story. Thank you that was so <laughs> nicely told. It's like this is your job. This was so it's like, fun. It's like your but, job. Like, are you gonna replace? Are you gonna replace me, Tess? Listen, <laughs> if you guys need a musical theater correspondent every once in a while, I'm like the weather. No, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call you and we're gonna be like, okay, live from New York, our musical theater correspondent, Tess. Let's. Uh, I'm putting that in right? the bio. Oh my god, <laughs> live from New York. <laughs> it's. Saturday night. <laughs> it's Saturday night. <laughs> no, this was so fun. I literally I told so many people. I was like, I'm making my podcast debut. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, this was a blast. And I love your guys' podcast. I literally listen all the time. And I text Alyssa I updates as it. I listen. It's my, it's like, honestly, Amazing. it makes my whole day whenever you do that. Because I'm like, oh, 
you and my friend Rory both do that. Another Leo. Amazing. There was something in your last episode that I literally, oh shit, I was listening to it yesterday and I was like, I'm not going to say this now because I'm just going to tell Alyssa when I see her tomorrow. It was that I was at the same Ed Sheeran concert as you that you went to at uh, the Pepsi Center or Times Union Center, whatever it's called now in Albany. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I went to that and I remember it was, well, it was so fun because who didn't love Ed Sheeran in like 2015? It was a blast. I know. It was so, that was such an insane but concert. But you were talking it about so it and good. I was like, oh my God, I was there. <laughs> I went yes. to that concert. Incredible. I couldn't remember for the life of me what year it was, but I'm glad you know. Well, 2015. I think it was <laughs> that either 2014 question. or 2015 because. I knew it was around yeah, there somewhere. Because I was with my high school partner and they were running late to the concert because they had like an orchestra event. So I was alone at this concert no. for a bit and the ladies <laughs> next to me were like, oh, are you alone? Do you want to hang out with us? And I was like, no, no, don't worry. My partner's coming. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, 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 I swear they're here. They're real. I swear, I swear. <laughs> they're real. I have friends. It's okay. I mean, Benjamin Biggs, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> my friends are real. <laughs> oh my God. No, but. <laughs> so. Um, uh, I have way too much, too much life shared experiences, but. Yeah, we really do. I love it. <laughs> we could talk for seven hours. It's like. For real. And we have, and we probably will yes. again. <laughs> But thank you guys so much for having me. This was so much fun. Always. Thank you. Yeah, we're definitely going to call upon you. Again. Please, we will. Please. This was a blast. <laughs> um, I love you. And, well, we love you all listeners. Yes. And, um, Tess, you are my jellical choice. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> I'm, I want to go up in a hot air balloon to my death and rebirth <laughs> right now. <laughs> all right. I'm going to cut this off. No. Uh, <laughs> until next week <laughs> oh, if they're even prepared at this point Bye. trigger warning we have another episode coming <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Clarice goes trigger warning Please. you like what you hear feel free to leave us a review on apple podcasts and rate and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts Tell us what you think on our Twitter or Instagram at Record Crimes Pod. Have a suggestion or something you want to hear on the podcast? Send us an email at recordcrimespod at gmail.com.